0: Hello and welcome to the Green Pole Podcast. Tonight we'll be discussing our Carabao Cup second round game at home to Tottenham Hotspur. I am always delighted to be joined by the Hamian regular and the Hamian pensioner, um, Dan Crawford. How are you doing, Dan?
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) Is that how it's going to be, really?
0: (laughs) There's a reason why I started off with that introduction, Dan.
1: I can't believe you've done that. Genuinely, okay.
0: <laughs> we start as we mean to go on. But um, how you doing, Dan?
1: Oh, all right. I don't really remember yesterday, so it's pretty apt that uh, you called me a pensioner. I certainly, it was a lively Saturday night. The three, the, uh, the three of us had. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to talking Fulham, and I think we're a bit more positive than we were. Uh, the other week, several people asked me if I'd taken my uh, antidepressants uh, at the Emirates on uh, Saturday because it was so gloomy.
0: It's funny what one game does to football, isn't it? And to your mood especially. Um, Yeah, it, the last few days has been definitely more enjoyable than this time last week anyway. Um, But by request... We also have another attorney for the Hamian podcast. It's uh, Freddie again. Hello, Freddie. How are you doing?
2: Good.
0: Good, good. Looking forward to Tuesday?
2: Yes.
0: Good. Right, Dan, we also have some positive news. I don't know know if I was reading things earlier. But we're um, pretty close to signing Castagna from Leicester. Thoughts on that? Well,
1: I mean, Marco Silva said he was really pleased. And I, I almost fell off my chair alan you know how dare that's he about alcohol. he's meant to be angry you know <laughs> i i know there's been a lot of discussion of the uh, the other interests of our director of football but if he's going to uh if we're going to have two medicals in one day then uh he can do more AEW shows in uh, in in Wembley, I mean at Wembley Stadium. Why not give it to him every other day, and then he can sign a lot of players for us. I mean, I'm not being serious, clearly, but uh, <laughs> no. uh, Timothy Castagna, I, I believe Marco said he was his first target. So we could go down the rabbit hole of saying how how has it taken what four months, five months to sign him. Uh, but I won't do that because we're, we're being positive. It's a very good signing. For we're trying mind. to
0: be positive tonight, Dan.
1: It's a very good signing.
0: Um, people will mm. say he's come from
1: a relegated team, but we are Fulham. We don't have the luxury of picking the world's best talent um, and persuading them to come to Craven Cottage from teams at the very top of world football, although obviously they should. Um Castania can play uh, right-back, left-back and uh, right-midfield and he's done it for for Leicester. He's won the FA Cup. Got to get that in there. Beat the the squatters from Fulham Broadway in the uh, FA Cup final in 2021 and uh, made 100 or so appearances for Leicester and got a lot of caps for Belgium. So he's not to be uh, sniffed at. And it'll give competition both for Tete and for Robinson while we work out who's going to be the uh, the backup at the longer term at left back. So, so I really like that one. And you might have missed it quite a bit of uh, humour on on social media uh, this afternoon when it was announced that Stephen Bender, uh, the Swansea City goalkeeper, is also having a medical or was having a medical today ahead of a sort of £1 million move, we think. um, From Now, the medical, we know about the Fulham medical, don't we, Alan? We do. Three days, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) They do last a long time. Well, Um, in
1: in this case, it's quite important because Bender uh, did something very serious to his knee at Queen's Park Rangers. He wasn't just trying to get out of Loftus Road like the rest of us. He was actually very seriously injured. Um, and he hasn't yeah. played. He hasn't played since. So they need to make sure that you know that that knee, that ACL problem, is uh, is right. And it may mean that Marek Rodak, last seen getting a yellow card for berating uh, our friend Paul Tierney, um, could be moving out on loan potentially. So so we're That's- seeing the uh, the first stages of that very late transfer movement that we've all been waiting for happening now aren't we
0: we are and it's just like London buses you wait for one and then two come along at once but just touching on the uh, the Bender signing it does seem that Rodak is on his way out I know there's been a few clubs interested in him and I don't expect him to sit on a bench much longer We had done it last season for us but he's always expressed his desire to, to be number one somewhere else so if he is to be off then I wish him all the best. He's been a, a good servant for us for, for many years now. Um, but just touching on Castagna, I'm happy with the signing first and foremost, but slightly concerned that 15 million pounds for a backup may be a bit on the high side. But if if it makes silver happy, then it makes it makes us happy. Because a happy silver is a dangerous Fulham. Um <laughs> It is though, isn't it? Well, uh, I'm saying
1: angry silver is also a dangerous Fulham at this point, but yeah, what do I know? But it's
0: also a worried Fulham. A worried Fulham. if it, With an angry silver, we're worried that he's just gonna clear his desk and then walk out, which we don't want. <laughs> so whatever we need to do to keep him happy, just keep him happy because he's been brilliant for us so far, and hopefully we get to see more of that in years to come. But Freddie Castagna from Leicester, good signing or bad signing?
2: Good signing, but I don't know where he would play in the team. If he's a backup, then I get it, because we need backup signings. So it's a good signing, but I don't know where he would fit in the starting line.
0: Yeah, and as you said, if if he is a backup, then we're probably going to see some late appearances from him in games to try and shore things up or, you know, it is a good alternative to Robinson and Tete. He probably offers us something different. So, yeah, we, we look forward to the season ahead with Castagna in the squad. Now, I told um, I
1: missed a very obvious point that uh, when we beat uh, Tottenham uh, and go on a glorious run to the final of the League Cup, uh, Timothy will be required to play a lot of games. Uh, and that'll be really important, and he'll be really key in uh, in our European run next year.
0: You know, you said you left something at the Emirates on Saturday. Was there anything else you left?
1: My <laughs> uh, marbles, possibly.
0: Yeah. I didn't want to say that, Dan, but um, that's what I was hinting at. Yes, um, but look, we have to be positive. It's a positive podcast for a change, full of optimism. But um. Dan, if you had to look for your next position where you wanted a sign in to be made, is the striker the obvious one?
1: I mean, it is the obvious one, but you know I'm a bit odd. So I'll I, probably go for uh, central midfield, actually, because I don't know about you, but I, I thought Raul Jimenez showed exactly what he can do um, and exactly why he's a good option uh, at Arsenal. Um, and he may have made a few people sort of regret those tweets and and uh, wild posts on the message boards that um, accompanied his, his certainly the game at, uh, against Brentford where he was absolutely slaughtered and it was very unfair. Um, I actually think we need a little bit more in um, in central midfield and, and we clearly need a left-back because I don't know who's going to play left-back tomorrow night. Perhaps it'll be Stefan Parks. Um but uh, and we i think we need some cover in uh, in, in in central midfield because you can't expect paulnia to to keep playing uh and Reid are fine but can he in there you probably need one more um a different type of uh a, a midfielder to those three um just to give you a bit of depth because I think Freddie made the really interesting point that obviously you don't want to give Hestania, who's coming in the starting place straight away. he has to earn it, so he's a very good backup, mm. but that's the point of this transfer window to strengthen the bench and the squad. you know that was the point of the <laughs> that's the point of all the stuff we've talked about to have more than sort of eighteen senior players um to give the manager a little bit of a mm. headache
0: yes, um Freddie. You want to add
2: to that? Um, I think we should upgrade our centre-back because Reem is getting old now, so he, he probably will retire soon. Um,
1: No offence to him if you're listening, mate. He did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it yeah, is a good point because we only have three as it stands, isn't it? And it well, seems like everyone
1: off. That's the major. <laughs> but with these referees, I mean, we won't have any players left. You and I <laughs> have to play centre back at
0: Manchester City, and we don't need that. No, what a what a horrible fault. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anything else you want to add to that, Freddie?
2: Um, well, Tosin was a good player for us.
0: Looks like he's off now, doesn't it? Yes, he
2: well, but...
1: played a little. He came on. I was surprised that he was on the bench. I mean, we didn't have much choice. But he was on the bench, on, and on, and that was a good substitution at that at that time, lads. No.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was surprised to see Tosin on the bench, I'm going to be honest. But that probably just shows our lack, lack of depth for this moment in time. Um, no. But I'm going to disagree with you, Dan. I don't think central midfield is is pivotal at this moment in time, purely because Paulinia, Lukic, Reid and Kearney, I think is, I know Kearney's more number 10, but I have no problems seeing him play in either role in that central midfield. Um, I would like to see a winger and a striker added before Saturday. Um, you do not ask for much, do you? Really? Not much. Just just the necessities. I don't want to be greedy, but as you said, Jimenez was brilliant on Saturday. Um, but he's not going to be our our starting number nine moving forward if we're hoping to achieve these cup runs that you're dreaming of Dan and the top 10 finishes. Um, but who, the, the problem we've had and we still have is we've we discussed this is who's out there to play up to play as our new number nine. Um, but yeah, it's I, I trust Silva. I trust the uh, the coaching staff to to get this right. And with the number nine, I'm happy to stick with Jimenez until that play is there. Um, but it does seem like Benicia seems to be off. Um,
1: By the way, but, we've forgotten uh, one. Of course, I, I should have said sorry. Uh, obviously, Terence Congolo is available tomorrow night, and he will clearly come back in to play left back or centre back,
0: won't he, Alan? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Freddie's only eight, and I'm not sure he even knows who he is. And he's been going for five <laughs> years. <as
2: well>.
0: <laughs> 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 he's a he's, uh... He's borderline a myth at this rate. Um, You're just going to start a knock up.
1: Terence Colgolo. Yeah.
0: Oh, you do know who he is? Of course he does. Don't sell him short. (laughs) No, he's just someone that is associated with a club that no one's ever seen. Um, And if you have seen, it's only probably on YouTube. But um, looking onto tomorrow, what's your thoughts on the game itself, Dan?
1: Well, I don't know, maybe I'm just odd or weird, but um, I'm really looking forward to it because we've we, we've come off the, the high of, I don't know, how many times have you replayed that Halina uh, equaliser when he's charged towards the away fans? Al, talking of it's, things that lift your moon. Give us an
0: estimate. An estimate? It's close to being triple figures.
2: A <laughs> hundred times?
0: I I just love seeing Paulinia happy. I love oh, seeing him just run yeah. towards the fans, just tapping that badge. It, when I'm feeling down, I look at that and it makes me happy again. I don't know about you, Dan, but... Well, they should prescribe it on the NHS, <laughs> I think. <laughs> no,
1: no. <laughs> anyway, Here's a video of Shell. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh we were talking about how that changes the mood and mm. something... I'm looking forward to, to seeing Fulham play football. And it's interesting, Silver has said he's going to have to rotate the team, obviously, because we're playing a team who aren't too shabby on Saturday. So we're going to have to rest some people, obviously, given that... Also, Marco is not allowed on the touchline. So the very calm Louis Balmorte, I know we've talked about that before, is likely to be in charge. Um... And if you have said that twenty years ago, people would have said you're crazy. Um <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to seeing what sort of team he selects. Spurs will obviously rotate as well. And I feel like we owe Tottenham a little bit. You know.
0: I, we do. We do. But you you're right. I'm 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 in the same boat. I'm looking forward to it. Um and it just goes back to what we said earlier. It's it's funny what a positive result can do to your mood and your your outlook on Fulham as a whole. Now, as you said, we're going to make changes, it is going to be interesting. I'm excited, and well, I'm guessing the Fuggeros will play.
1: No, he's well, back, which... that's interesting. So, he played today at Selhurst Park for the under 21s.
0: He can play two games in two days, he's young enough, he's got the legs.
1: <laughs> All right, then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, what's uh, Freddie? Are you looking forward to tomorrow?
2: Um, I think it could be a good game because Tottenham—they have lost Harry Kane.
0: Mm. Um, That's a London derby.
2: Yeah. So hopefully, with Charleston, takes his top off and the slow goal.
0: <laughs> now that would that? I'd, yeah, hope, <laughs> when he's already on a booking, so that he gets sent <laughs> off. No, I like that full full process is there.
2: Um, but are you confident? I am confident. The only worry is probably Madison because he did come from Leicester and he was really good for Leicester.
0: So let's hope Madison's on the bench. Isn't <laughs> yeah. Dan, team news for tomorrow. What do you think Silva does? I know he's going to make changes, but what do you think any of the eleven that started on Saturday, bar Bassi? We'll play on Tuesday.
1: Are you asking me, mate?
0: Uh yeah. Sorry, then. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Um. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's interesting, isn't it? So, I assume he's going to play a similar system. So it might mm. be a little. little uh, it's an opportunity for Marek Rodak, uh, and just not not to go right back to the beginning of the podcast. But I think Marek is likely to go on loan rather than permanently to to a team in the championship. Um, and I think he's been harshly treated having won two promotions and you know not really had a chance in the Premier League. No one's going to say that Burt Leno has been a bad goalkeeper for us. In fact, the very opposite. But uh, uh, I feel like Rodak's been a bit hard done to, so it'd be nice to see him get a game. Um, can I
0: just ask you a question on that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you say harshly treated, mm-hmm. can you... How? It, it, i know, i understand a little bit where you're coming from well just'll I'll put it very never been...
1: I'll put it very plainly he won two champion he won two championship promotions with Fulham and he was outstanding when he came in um for Marcus Bertinelli. and we went up via the playoffs it, it was really really good um mm. and I don't think he let anybody down in the silver promotion season where we were outstanding. And I felt I feel I feel very strongly about this because we did it to Marcus Bertinelli as well. And we have a number of very good goalkeepers. We produce very good young goalkeepers in the Fulham Academy. George Wickens is another one, Luca and Tayashmi Hammond,
2: mm. uh,
1: and Alex Balto uh, coming through as well, the American goalkeeper. And I tend to take a long-term view. Rodak came to us as a very young man, and he's given us great service. And I, I just look at it and I think, what's the point of staying with Fulham through the academy, especially when you've been drafted in, you've been given your opportunity, you haven't done anything wrong, and you get, what, one game in the Premier League? Sometimes not even that. Sometimes people are just dropped immediately. And in Marcus's case, he was dropped for, um, I can't remember, Fabry. Talk about people we've never seen.
0: Yeah, you know, we had three goalkeepers that season, didn't we? And three managers. Um, We won't go into that no, but but surely... that's, what,
1: that's what I mean I understand that it's, there's no room for sentiment But, but I do think he hmm. could be a Premier League goalkeeper I do think he could be a Premier League goalkeeper for Fulham Maybe not at the moment But he does deserve You know, when you do well, you keep the shirt It's the Tim Ream principle that Silver introduced You know, Tim Ream uh, Bobby De Alexander Mitrovic people who people doubted in the championship and they proved themselves to be Premier
0: No, I I get that, but it's it is the nature of the beast, isn't it? It's um, I think the two most important positions in the Premier League for me is the striker, number nine, and the goalkeeper. I think if you can have a solid goalkeeper and a solid number nine you're more likely to to do well in the Premier League, especially as a newly promoted team. Uh, The sentimental value side of it says, yeah, Rodak could have been given a chance, but I think near enough every club in the Premier League, bar maybe two or three, would take Leno right about now. So I have no issues with with Rodak being number two because he he was given the chances in the cup matches um, and some goalkeepers... They understand they just have to remain patient. Um but I wouldn't swap Leno for anyone at this moment I'm in not, time. Yeah, yeah, you are kind of mistake my argument, but you know, No, I, I I know, what? I know, but it just anyway, from, it's the nature of the beast. If someone's you better expect- than in your position, then yeah, no. I, I do understand where you're coming from, but I think if you if you sort of start working on that basis, then things will go wrong very quickly.
1: But he's also a homegrown player, and yeah. and there's FFP to consider and everything like that. And if you've got an academy, you need to be giving academy players the opportunity. And I worry about the sort of eighteen to twenty one to twenty two to twenty three year old goalkeepers. Some of our goalkeep, young goalkeepers might decide to sign for other clubs um, if the pathway isn't there. That's all I was saying. Right. Very quickly, mm-hmm. let's yeah. pick, let's pick a team for. My goodness, this is going to be hard. So Rodak in goal, Kevin in Babu. Yeah. He can play it right back. Um, yep. So Bass is suspended, isn't he? So let what? What about uh, Tosin and Ream? That'd be uh, that'd be
0: interesting. Will uh, Tosin play though? Because isn't he meant to be going for a medical at Monaco today? I,
1: I don't. I don't know. I mean, he might be. He might not. I, I don't know Have they paid the money. Do we know what the, you know, have they paid the money? Show us the money for toasting. Then. $15 <laughs> for toasting. What's going on? Monaco, Monaco's got a lot of money. I don't think they're short of money, are they? So, come on. That's put the, true. Put the old uh, Euros on the table. I nearly said Franks. That's how old I am. Put the Euros on the table <laughs> and uh, we'll see. But what, if he was so close to moving, why did mm. he come and Went on you know, on Saturday?
0: You know. That is true. But we could say the same about Mitrovic at uh, Everton.
1: I think, uh, yeah, let's not let's not go there. You just keep t- sending me in tangents. I was picking a team. Sorry, here.
0: Dan. Sorry. Sorry. Please carry on.
1: So, oh, I'd give a young left-back a chance. Stefan Parks is a really good young left-back. And I'd like to see him get a first-team crack at it. So, uh, he, he can play left-back. Then in midfield, goodness, I don't know what you do. Um... Kenny and well, Kenny and Lukic possibly. Kenny and Reed, or um, maybe Ollie O'Neill if Ollie O'Neill's fit. Um, and then Luke Harris. Well, I'd play Luke Harris in the ten. That's what I was coming yeah. to. Just Luke Harris a little bit ahead of them, um, and then well, pick pick me some wingers here. Williams not going to be fit, and they, this is why we probably need. Another winger, isn't it? Adama Traore is going to start on the right. I would hope. Yeah. And then maybe on the left. Mm,
0: yeah. We're finding it difficult. Yeah. Good luck to Silver tomorrow. <laughs> you could
1: you could uh, use Christian Szkulderik or, or Marshall Marshall Godo. Must be in there with a shout. Scored another yes. couple of goals today. You know, we we have got some cracking young players in the in the twenty ones who uh, who might you know Matt dibley Dias might might come into the reckoning in in central midfield, and I would play uh, Vinny Carlos through the through the middle. Um, so
0: pretty much a carbon well not almost identical but it's similar to that team that started that first preseason game in America against Brentford. Somewhere along those lines, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Paulina sort of play center back tomorrow night because one, he does, he needs his match fitness. Um, but we are very light on center backs.
1: Does he need another? Well, does he need another game though? And, and you've got Luke de, de Fuserol, he can come in, yeah. He can, he can play
0: absolutely, games in but you, games? it just depends how much today took out of them, but. Hmm. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because, as you said, there's going to be changes. It's just what changes. And I wouldn't be surprised if Muniz started ahead of Vinicius, judging by what we've seen so far this season. No,
1: no, no. But hang on. Carlos hasn't, hasn't had a go at all, has he? Unless well, I'm, this is it. Unless I've missed it. He needs a game. Well, I assume they're trying to show the Brazilian clubs that are interested in taking Muniz that he's still very much alive. Unlike uh, <laughs> unlike Congolo, um, who <laughs> might well be in a broom cupboard somewhere previously occupied by Lionel Cole. Um <laughs> I, I, I don't know, frankly. Um but it'll be interesting. Uh and you also you don't want to go too because Tottenham whisper it quietly, quite a good side, got a strong squad, got some very promising youngsters. You know, they may bring Eric Doyle and leave him at Craven Cottage. Who knows?
0: Hopefully he scores an own goal in the process. I
1: don't think he's going to play. But, uh, yeah, it'd be nice that he gets so confused that he wellies one into the uh, top corner in the house then for his soon-to-be new team, allegedly.
0: Yeah, you're, the team you've picked, I don't think, will be too far dissimilar to what I'd pick. Um, it's tough because... Silver is going to want to make changes, uh, because obviously we've got Man City on Saturday. And let's be honest, Man City haven't started. I know they've won three out of three, but they've not really looked spectacular in any of the three games so far. So,
1: is that your wife saying we're going to win at the Etihad?
0: No, Dan, you're putting words in my mouth now. Uh, (laughs) we we might be able to limit the damage to the three conceded instead of five, but um,
1: that's ambitious.
0: You know, positivity, Dan. It's just concede the three and not the five. But, you know... Yeah, yeah but we're going to put we... more, right? Dan, honestly. Well, I know there's positivity, but then there's there's another level above that. Delirium? Madness. 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 I didn't want to say that, Dan, but it's, it's close to it. But, um, so judging on the teams, we don't know what's going to happen... But it will be a good game. Both teams like to play football. So whoever is attending the cottage tomorrow, um, hope you all enjoy yourselves. I know I will. Freddie will. I'm sure you will, Dan. Um, let's go for a score prediction. Freddie, I'll start with you first. Score prediction for tomorrow night.
2: Um, I think... I th- <laughs> Think it could be two one.
0: Is that two us or just Tottenham?
2: Two us, to- but it could also be two two good Pens.
1: Oh, that's a good shout, let's mm-hmm. you go. Dan. What's he going? I'm gonna, We only take your first answer. It's like who wants to be a millionaire, in it? No. <laughs> Um that's a, that was a that was a show where a man cheated very fun anyway, we won't go into that. <laughs>
0: um, he's a bit young for that, damn. <laughs>
1: no. Nah. All my cultural references are very dated. I don't even know what this device is I'm speaking into now. It's very
0: futuristic. <laughs> um You think he's a typewriter?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you well, I mean it isn't? There's a keyboard. Um I'm gonna go one one and we're gonna have a penalty shootout, and that'll be fun, won't it?
0: 1-1. So you've gone 1-1. Penalty shootout. Freddie's gone 2-1. Possibly 2-2. Penalty shootout. Um, my head's saying we could get B convincingly purely because of how much rotation Silver's going to make. But as is a positive podcast, I'm going to go 2-1 Fulham. Okay. Don't ask me why. I don't know who's going to score the goals again. But when we think that, we always score. So yeah, let, let's go 2-1 Fulham and then hopefully we can draw Gillingham in the next round. That'd be good. Um,
1: yeah, no swearing on the podcast. How many times? Yeah, I sorry.
0: I sorry. Right. There are kids uh, kids around as well, so I'm, I apologize about right that. You. Yeah, don't
1: don't do that. Um,
0: <laughs> right, but so uh, Dan, is there anything else you want to I add to say, this?
1: We're into the Any Other Business section, aren't we? Um, we are. And we've touched on it um, a little bit. So this afternoon, the Fulham Under Twenty Ones beat Crystal Palace five two, um, and they were scoring goals as early as the third minute. So uh, an outstanding result for Hayden Mullins' uh, side. They're, they've uh, they're, they're doing really well in the new uh, Premier League Two, which is basically like a round-robin system where everyone plays everyone and then it goes to a knockout. So, I'll just run down the goal scorers. Uh, one for Terrell works, works after five, three minutes. Uh, we already mentioned that uh, Marshall Godot scored two. One of them was a penalty. So, yeah, that that always um, deserves extra praise for a Fulham player, especially as Matt Dibby-Dias, the, the captain, he had a penalty save. That's more like it. Um Chris Donald scored for the second game in succession. And Devon Tanton, the right-back, hit an absolute screamer off his left foot um, to score the uh, the fourth goal. 5-2 to Fulham. Uh, the under-18s beat Leicester City 4-3 on Saturday, um, which made it a very good weekend. Unfortunately, Fulham's women were beaten 2-1 at Dartford yesterday. Um, although the winning Dartford goal was so offside that if there was VAR at this level of uh, football, it would have cleared up whether the scorer, the Dartford scorer, whether she was sort of a yard offside or five yards offside.
0: So what you're saying is it would have stood?
1: No, I mean, literally, it was exceptionally (laughs) bad. We complained about... um, There was almost there was almost no point in carrying on after that because there's no point in playing a well-drilled off sideline if the, if the linesman isn't watching and then he says, oh, I'm not really sure and the referee decides to give the goal. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know. But uh, oh, that that's your round-up of the, uh, of the other Fulham sides. Uh, and I would say just on the, the women's team, tickets available uh, now for their next two home matches, which are... Uh, next Sunday and the following Sunday, the first game against Aylesford at Motspur Park um, and they're very well priced at uh, £5 for adults and I think uh, £1 for um, concessions and the under-21s you get in with your season ticket. It's free for season ticket holders to watch the under-21s at Motspur Park. I'd highly recommend it. Some really good players um, in that Fulham Academy system and they they really do um Enjoy the support of, uh, of 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 the Fulham fans um, as well. It's a lovely atmosphere and a good opportunity for people to go and see the training ground. If you haven't been down to Motspur Park, um, I was going to say you could take your family along, but we're almost out of the uh, summer holiday period, aren't we now?
0: We are.
1: He we said, are weary, you know, as if. <laughs> Freddie is really hitting. You're not that bad, Freddie. Don't worry about it. He loves you, really. <laughs> um, no. I'll hand it over mm-hmm. to you for any other business that you've got, mate. Before we call it a night.
0: So, uh, just want to add to that. I know last season when we first started up the Green Pole that we did a segment where we interviewed ex-pros. Um, we did. We interviewed the Fulham Ladies team. That is still that is still going to come this season. Um, later on in the season you'll start to be seeing interviews again we'll get a few of the Fulham ladies first teamers on the podcast um, so we try and cover all bases um, so so yes thank you everyone for listening um, Freddie can we get a come on you wise before we go
2: come on you whites uh,
0: good lad see I'm training him well done. that's the best one um, we've ever run but that's it Dan next time can you put a bit more enthusiasm in your come on you whites please
1: Come on you white
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well done done top marks But um everyone heading down to the cottage tomorrow have a great evening hopefully we're in the uh, the hat for the third round and on that note come on you whites